Welcome to Impacting Jamaica, where we shine the spotlight on the many but often ignored positive happenings, activities, projects and investments at every level across every sector to inspire, motivate and excite people everywhere. Impacting Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, Red Stripe, Caramed and Proven Investments Limited. I'm Neil Armstrong and welcome to Impacting Jamaica. I'm with Joe Halstead who is the former chair of the Festival Management Committee, organizer of the Toronto Caribbean Carnival, a former bureaucrat in the City of Toronto and Province of Ontario governments, and he's a very accomplished Jamaican Canadian. Welcome, Joe. Thank you, Neil. Happy to be here. The Black Business and Professional Association recently announced that you are the recipient of the Lifetime Achievement Award at its prestigious Harry Jerome Awards this year, and it's actually celebrating 40 years. Congratulations. Okay, thank you. I'm very pleased to uh, be a, to be awarded this prestigious honor. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm wondering, beyond being pleased, how does it feel to be honored in this way? Well, it, it is, for me, um, uh, very welcoming and, uh, and an award that I am truly thankful to get. Mm -hmm. And the reason for that is simply, simple. Uh, I've had many awards in my time and uh, always happy to get those things. But this one is somewhat different in that it is coming from the community that I live in and socialize in, and all my friends uh, mainly are from this community. So getting it from the black community in Toronto is very, very uh, special to me. Mm -hmm. you, you spent many years working in leadership roles in the public service in your professional career at the city and, and at the province. And I'm wondering what has retirement meant for you? Or would you say you're retired now? <laughs> I don't think anybody's truly retired. Uh, but I guess I mean, to retire means uh, my definition that you do nothing. Well, uh, I can't do nothing. I, I have to be doing something all the time. Mm -hmm. Not, I don't want to be working nine to five, uh, five days a week or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But I volunteer a lot. Uh, at the top of your show, you indicated that I was the chair of the Toronto Caribbean Carnival, which I think is quite unique in the city of Toronto. And that's a volunteer position. Mm -hmm. And I did that for quite a while. So, yeah, I, I technically retired from professional work, but it's, uh, it's always, uh, there's always something mm -hmm. that you want to contribute to so long as you're healthy, willing, and able. Mm -hmm. Before Before delving into some of your your work history, such as serving as the Commissioner of Economic Development, Culture and Tourism for the City of Toronto, and before that being the Commissioner of Parks and Recreation and Culture for North York, and before that working with the Government of Ontario to in a broad range of management positions, rising to the position of Assistant Deputy Minister in the Provincial Ministry of Culture, Tourism and Recreation. I want to know about your Jamaican history. Where in Jamaica are you from? Okay, so I was born in 
place called Brown's Hall, St. Catherine's, uh, Jamaica. Mm-hmm. And, um, but my mother, and I, I have a single mother, I had a single mother, she's no longer with us. But, um, yeah, so she moved to the capital city of Kingston when I was one year old. Mm-hmm. And uh, she worked there doing a variety of tasks. My first school, and I will always remember this, is a place called Chitola Park Junior School. Mm-hmm. And Chitola Park is a place called Hannah Town. Yes. And uh, so uh, that was my first school. I had a wonderful um, initiation in school. Great head teacher, but one of Jamaica's foremost women in the early days, a lady by the name of Mrs. Edith Dalton James. Mm-hmm. And uh, then went from there to Kingston Senior School, which is kind of middle school. And I'm not sure if it's still in existence, but uh, for a very formative school in, in, in my time. Mm-hmm. And then left Jamaica at age 17. Um, my, my mother uh, took the opportunity to go to England, and she took me and my brother with her. And so we grew up essentially in, uh, in England, although uh, I still have a lot of friends and uh, distant cousins still in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. And 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 you spent all of of seven years in in England before coming to Canada. Correct, seven years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, now, when you came here, you worked as a proofreader at the Globe and Mail before entering the public service. I'm wondering what was the experience like at the Globe and Mail, and yeah. and why did you choose thereafter to go into public service? Okay, uh, that's a great question. Um, I I came to Canada because the government of Canada um, were seeking to get young, enterprising young people to come to Canada. This was back in 1967. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, uh, they, in those days when they recruited you, they pay everything, your transportation, your fare, your accommodation, they looked after you for one year. And and they found a job, they find a job for you. So I was fortunate in that aspect. The problem was they, uh, they uh, wanted me to live in Nova Scotia, uh, which I did for my one year mm-hmm. commitment to them. And then uh, swiftly moved to Toronto because I discovered that that's where uh, a lot of people that I heard about and knew about is living. Mm-hmm. So we moved to Toronto, mm-hmm. and in coming to Toronto, um, I had to find a job. So I was a proofreader. I'm not sure if the word proofreaders, but someone who um, read uh, to make sure there are not errors and problems with uh, printed materials. Mm-hmm. So uh, I worked for the Kentville Publishing Company in Nova Scotia for one year. And then uh, with that experience, I came to uh, Toronto and the big newspapers of the day, which was Globe and Mail, Toronto Star, and uh, and so on. And I applied to them. And yes, certainly I got in 
with the Globe and Mail. Problem is, it was a night shift. Yes. When it was what I was looking for, I wanted to spend my days uh, uh, working at my evenings, mm-hmm. uh, socializing. It was not practical. So uh, I, uh, after a short stint, uh, um, left the Globe and Mail. But the reason I left the Globe and Mail is because there was a position by the Queen's publisher, which was a department in the Ontario Public Service. Mm-hmm. And um, with my proofreading experience, um, I applied and uh, was successful. Mm-hmm. So that started a quite a journey for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bulk of my career was spent at Queen's Park and um, uh, started with the Queen's Printer and then moved into five different departments. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, places like Treasure Board, Ministry of Health, uh, the Ministry of Culture, Tourism. And, um, and so from there, um, uh, after... 24 years, I got recruited, mm-hmm. luckily, by my last man when he was mayor of North York. Mm-hmm. He, he actually called me and said that uh, the best job in the world is up in North York. You know, <laughs> and, so, and so I thought, well, gee, this is a... I must tell it too. I think I was ready for that move mm-hmm. because because I wanted to be a deputy minister in the government of Ontario, mm-hmm. and um, two opportunities came, and I was not successful in being awarded any of those two positions. So mm-hmm. I thought, well, it's time to move along, mm-hmm. and that opportunity came from Mel Aspen, mayor of North York, mm-hmm. right at the time when I was just about ready to move. So I took it. Yes. And, 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 and within three, that he, uh, you know, the job was a commissioner. And uh, within three years of being in that position, the amalgamation of the mega city mm-hmm. came about. Mm-hmm. And, um, so it was quite a challenge. And uh, I ended up being the commissioner of a huge department called economic development, culture, tourism, and parks and recreation. So it was a huge, huge department with over 1,500, yeah, over 1,500 employees Mm -hmm. and a $40 million budget. So uh, it was quite a challenging position. Yes. And I'm I'm, I'm just thinking of uh, when you, when you, when you came to Canada, being 1967, that's when Expo was happening. Correct. That's when that's when Caribana was happening. Yeah. You were you were out in Nova Scotia. So did yeah. you did you happen to make it to any of those events while out east, or you just had to forego that until you came to Toronto? The answer is I had to forego it. Oh. But mm-hmm. what was interesting is that I came to Canada via Montreal. And I stayed a night in Montreal before heading out to Nova Scotia the next day. Mm-hmm. That's just the timing of the situation. Mm-hmm. But of course, I was able to see, not physically in in the pavilion, but I was able to see a little bit of Expo uh, by just looking on the street and uh, 
getting caught up in the atmosphere and it was a wonderful period mm-hmm. in Canada at the time really wonderful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh, uh, that's my closest uh, experience to Expo mm-hmm. but yeah I was happy to see that much <laughs> <laughs> yes the in fact uh, you when I look at the the portfolio you you held in in the city uh, as well as in, in in North York I thought you know you there are so many activities that that your work would 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 impact and and yes, and and yeah. I and I look at how integrally involved you were in 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 the bid which secured Toronto as the host city for the 2015 Pan American Games and you became a board member of the Toronto 2015 organizing committee and the role you would have played in the as the executive lead in the World Youth Day Conference and the Pope's visit in 2002. And I'm wondering, what did it mean to you to have been a part of, of, of the team that, that made those events happen in the city? Yeah. Yeah. Those were exciting times, Neil. Mm -hmm. Um, um, one of the fortunate things in my career mm-hmm. i've had some great opportunities mm-hmm. really great one of the jobs i held when i was in the provincial government is called director of sports and recreation i keep telling everybody in the government i had the best job <laughs> because i was able to travel the world do some great things locally in local communities saw all of canada i I, you know, I was just lucky, and that was a real opportunity for me. It gave me a lot of insights and a chance to uh, make a lot of friends around the world and so on. So um, when Toronto decided to uh, go for the Olympics, the first we tried to get 96, mm-hmm. and then 2008, mm-hmm. I was integral in both of those opportunities. I was a board member of the uh, team that was seeking to get those games for Toronto. Mm -hmm. We were not successful in either of them, but I made a lot of worldwide contacts Mm -hmm. and friends and um, many of whom are still friends today. Mm -hmm. So when we wanted to get the Pan Am Games, um, David Peterson, former premier, was named as the chairman. And the first person who came to me, came to us, me, he said, I want you as my vice chair mm-hmm. because uh, I had some experience and uh, he knew my keen interest in sports matters. Mm-hmm. So we were able to uh, make use those connections, travel the Caribbean and South America to... Uh, to be able to make to utilize those contacts, mm-hmm. and we were successful yeah. with the um, with the Olympics. Um, that bit again gave me a lot of chance to see many many places. Went to Africa at least ten times, different parts of Africa, Asia, and so on. So um, it was because of my position in in representing the government of Ontario that I was able to. Uh, do those things. Mm-hmm. One important point you made mm-hmm. was um, the uh, opportunity to be involved with the World Youth Days. Mm-hmm. That is an initiative of the Pope mm-hmm. uh, at the Vatican. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the cherished memories I have, which will always stay with me, is the year 2002, mm-hmm. when we um, went to meet the Pope 
so that he can hand over the seal for the games. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually met the Pope. I have the pictures. <laughs> and and, and um, that was an awesome experience. Very surreal. Mm-hmm. I can meet the Pope in his private office in the Vatican. Mm-hmm. I, I never forget that. It's just so so um, mind-blowing and uh, resonates for a long time. Mm-hmm. You're one of the one of the few Jamaicans who I think can say that they, they met the Pope. Yep. Yes. <laughs> well, I don't know uh, how many Jamaicans may have had that opportunity, but mm-hmm. I know I am just so, so pleased. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. We're taking a break now to hear from our sponsors. A toast only works if it's shared with others, even when we're miles apart. So let's cheer each other on. Cheers to the best in life. Drink and live responsibly. A message from Red Stripe, part of the Heineken Company. John John, I know you're in there. I want to when lights are come back. I know Pinky this time. Akeisha. Akeisha, just like me tell Pinky. Give GPS your number and then we'll send your text with them things here. So you can't stop, knock my door. What you mean? DM or call JPS and tell them to add your phone number to your account and you will know everything all the time. You're not for ask. Send your current contact information and always be in the know. Visit jpsgo.com for more info. Searching for a one-stop solution to all your facility's maintenance needs? Visit Manpower Maintenance Services Sales and Distribution Center. We stock a wide range of COVID-19 washroom, cleaning, and other supplies, gardening tools, chemicals, and more. Our experts are always ready to give you the best advice. Manpower Maintenance Services Sales and Distribution Center, 14 Collins Green Avenue, Kingston, Freeport Commercial Center, Montego Bay, and 33 Ward Avenue, Mandeville. Visit or call us today, 876-920-47215. Welcome back. Joe Halstead, the immediate past chair of Ontario Place Corporation and a former member of the board of directors of Metrolinx Corporation, the Regional Transportation Authority in Ontario, is my guest. He was also a board member of Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment Team Up Foundation. In 1993, Joe, you played a role in the National Basketball Association, the NBA franchise, becoming a reality in Toronto. When, yes. you, when you were the Assistant Deputy Minister in the Provincial Ministry of Culture, Tourism and Recreation, how, how did it feel to be a part of that history-making process? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that was a really exciting time, Neil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, again, after we lost the Olympic bid, mm-hmm. um, a lot of organizations like FIBA and um, it, uh, uh, ITFA, Ontario Track and Field Association, the Canadian Track and Field Association, and uh, other world bodies said that, you know, we should uh, go for single sport um, opportunities rather than if we are not going to get the Olympics and do something. So um, one of the t- former team member of uh, the Olympic bid, John Bitov, John decided that uh, we should... Uh, form a team and go and try to get uh, a franchise, an NBA franchise in Toronto. And um, we decided that, okay, let's uh, think through this. And we had some 
people who were in the business sector said yes they will be prepared to fund it um, and um, we uh, put together a strategy and went to most of the FIBA countries the you know the big countries in basketball other than other than the United States big countries in Europe mm-hmm. and um, they were quite open and amenable to uh, to the bid from Toronto, and so we um, we came back, told the government we we will be successful, and of course we had a big ha ha there because the NBA wanted us to take gambling off the uh, the advertisement for the franchise, mm-hmm. and 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 gambling at the time Ontario and Ontario were government entities and they didn't want to lose the revenue that comes with that. Mm-hmm. So it led to a big debate and a big negotiating for a couple of months mm-hmm. to ultimately get that result. And so that brought in the um, NBA to Toronto. And uh, as uh, fate would have it, the, the premier of the day, Bob Ray, said, Mr. Halstead, seeing that you're so keen about this, you're the government rep on that uh, NBA board, uh, NBA franchise board, mm-hmm. and make sure that the government is protected. <laughs> so that, so that's how I ended up being uh, part of that. Yes, and I read where, that you sa- where you said that having undergone that, that kind of negotiation for that to happen, it, it if you could negotiate there you could negotiate anywhere so to speak yeah that's absolutely true you mm-hmm. don't believe that mm-hmm. and of course it's my opinion but mm-hmm. um i can tell you neil that those were tough negotiations mm-hmm. the nba commissioner at the time um was um or the deputy commissioner is Russell Granick. Mm-hmm. The commissioner was David Stern. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, they were tough people to work with. Mm-hmm. Pleasant, nice, uh, just smile with you all the time, mm-hmm. but just won't give an inch. Mm-hmm. And it was very, very tough discussions. We had all kinds of lawyers trying to tell us what they can. They just said, nope, mm-hmm. nope. And maybe nope. Mm-hmm. And so with that, we had to find a strategy, which was quite creative, mm-hmm. to make a win-win for both the government and for the NBA. Mm-hmm. In that, we created something called the foundation, mm-hmm. and uh, the NBA put money in the foundation that we would have lost if gambling was taken off the sport betting for basketball. Mm-hmm. And so um, that money was used to community work, develop basketball courts, uh, help basketball clubs, and stuff like that in the community. Jamaica is is celebrating its 60th anniversary of independence this year, and you were the co-chair of Jamaica's Jamaica 50th anniversary steering committee Toronto chapter in 2012. Yes. Why did you take on that role? And I'm wondering what were some of the highlights of that yeah. year in terms of celebrations yeah yeah well i took the role on because the sitting council general of the day george ramekin mm-hmm. uh came to me and asked that uh i help mm-hmm. 
didn't tell me I was going to be co-chair or anything like that. And he said, I, uh, I've asked Mrs. Pamela Pelt to, uh, to also be on the committee. And would you come to a meeting? Of course, I said, yes. Uh, my country asked. Uh, of course, I'm going to say yes. Mm-hmm. So busy as, as I were. And, um, so I um, went to the meeting. Then this was just Pam and myself and the council general. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, you know, you're going to need a lot more people than this. And he said, no, 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 no. You two are the chair, and then you form the committee. <laughs> okay. <laughs> said, All right. That's a, I fell into that one. I should have asked more questions. So anyhow, the, uh, the committee got formed. We had some people, wonderful people, very accomplished people mm-hmm. on that committee. And as you know, they're all type A personalities because they're all winners in their own right. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we had to uh, use all the skills we had. But we accomplished that committee. We were just talking about that because there's another committee going now, mm-hmm. of, which I'm an adv- uh, of which I'm an advisor, mm-hmm. of the Jamaica 60th anniversary mm-hmm. of independence. Mm-hmm. But the 50th, the Jamaica 50th was a very accomplished committee because we done, we've done a lot. Mm-hmm. The, the, the current life life, um, uh, the L, I think it's called LLI, Lifelong, Lifelong Leadership Institute. Institute yes, or, yes, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. That is a that is an outcome of the Jamaica Fifty Committee. Mm-hmm. Trevor Massey was on, and he brought a proposal to us, and we set it up and have it going. Trevor took on the ongoing leadership role, mm-hmm. but that is an outcome of uh, the um, that committee of. Uh, 10 years ago. And so uh, there were other accomplishments. Um, we began to realize um, that uh, Jamaica had a lot and contributed a lot of culture to the world. Mm-hmm. And so we we created a, 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 a what I would call art gallery art show, Jamaican artists, mm-hmm. and have their work displayed in a gallery at Mississauga. Mm-hmm. We did, um, we had a major event at the Sony Center. Mm-hmm. Um, there were so many things yes. that uh, that uh, we accomplished that, you know, it's very hard to beat. And yes. people who I see today who are on that committee, keep saying, oh, we had our fights and we had our challenges, but boy, did we ever produce some good stuff. Yes. So, yeah, I'm proud to have been a part of that. Yes, I, I, I heard that recently as well in a, in a conversation with someone. They said, you know, we, we certainly did a lot in 2012 to celebrate the, the 50th anniversary of Jamaica's independence. So, so <laughs> culture, so you've always been integrally involved in... in cultural events in organizing in and 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 so i know in 2021 that you resigned from the festival management committee organizer of the toronto caribbean carnival and and so that's that's i guess you were engaged for like 15 years now does that mean does that mean that you are finished with 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 carnival or it just means that you are taking a break from the managing of things but you will still be out as a reveler, enjoying? Well, the, the, the 
answer is that Beyonce is a reveler and joy. Mm-hmm. Always will, always have. Yes. Because it's part of our city, part of our culture, and we should all be proud to have contributed to that. But the specific answer is, yes, I am done. That's 10 years of what I would call a hard labor. <laughs> it, it was a very difficult task. And uh, while it had some fun moments, mm-hmm. it's very difficult to organize and manage. Mm-hmm. Um, you're talking about different Caribbean islands, different ideas, different cultures, challenges, and... Um, it had to be a volunteer task because they couldn't pay you enough to, uh, to do it. But, but that said, the, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I mm-hmm. don't think I've had a position mm-hmm. that I didn't enjoy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just fun. Mm-hmm. Even Ontario Police, mm-hmm. when the Premier asked me to become the chair, I thought, well, this is kind of difficult. And, uh, uh, he was paying me, so I kind of saw that differently. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, um, the Caribbean Carnival and the work involved in some of the cultural exploits in the city mm-hmm. was um, tremendously rewarding and very exciting. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm, I'm wondering, as I listen to you, because we started off with you talking about the fact that you 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 volunteer volunteerism is important to you i'm i'm wondering what it, what inspires you daily when 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 you wake up in the morning to 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 just get up and 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 do and contribute in any way you can um my my i i, I think what inspires me is the fact that i'm so excited by the number of opportunities, the number of culture, cultural um, pursuits that exist in the city. That, you know, if you enjoy that kind of um, um, importance to your life, Mm -hmm. then it it excites you because you have a chance to contribute. Mm -hmm. I keep saying that I'm retired. And that all that says is that I can pick, choose, and refuse what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's a great position to be in. But, um, you know, uh, I, I've had a long stint. I've been quite lucky. Mm-hmm. Some people would say that I'm successful. But I've never had a, an opportunity of work or volunteer that I did not like. Mm-hmm. And um, it... it you know, that instilled a lot over a 40-year career. Mm-hmm. That instilled a lot of um, time that, you know, you value and you would... I, I don't know, honest to God, I don't know one task mm-hmm. that I took on that I wouldn't want to do again. Mm-hmm. Even with uh, the Toronto Caribbean Carnival. Of course I do it again. That things you've learned that you would... You would um, do differently mm-hmm. at the end of the day i am quite uh, quite okay and satisfied with what was accomplished mm-hmm. now you did say just now that some people would say you are successful but but you are okay you you have never been in a, a doing anything that you didn't feel satisfied doing so is that no. your definition of of success <laughs> I guess, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the other part of success is uh, for me mm-hmm. is what you leave behind. Mm-hmm. You didn't leave a trail of disaster. Some people came away better for your being there, mm-hmm. and you've done what you think you can do, and recognize what you can't do, and mm-hmm. move on. Mm-hmm. So for me, all those things together uh, equals success, because I, I don't think I could have done much better in any role I took on than I actually did. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, be just being honest and candid. Mm-hmm. So... Um, for me, that is, um, and I, you know, along the way, met a lot of good people, a lot of friends made. Um, I met you through uh, one of those events. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't remember exactly which, but, you know, mm-hmm. we've never, we've always kind of been courteous and friends to each other. That's right. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and so for me, mm-hmm. that is the success that you measure. Mm-hmm. That's, that's valuable. Yes. I'm, I'm thinking that I, I referenced your leadership at the city level, municipal level, and at the provincial level. But I, I know you also sat on various, just various federal committees yeah. and, 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 and that you were awarded in 2015 yeah. Ontario's highest honor, the Order of, of Ontario. So your, yeah. your reach goes beyond the province and the city. Yes, yes. Well, I'm very proud of that because somebody somewhere recognized that I did something mm-hmm. and thought that uh, I should be uh, awarded for the work I did. Mm-hmm. And the, um, the important thing is in the category of public service. Mm-hmm. So if, if, as they say in the citation for valid work in public service, mm-hmm. then that... Uh, that is very satisfying. Mm-hmm. So yes, I appreciate the order. Yes, I I don't know if at the Harry Jerome Awards uh, recipients still have um, uh, the opportunity to 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 speak and 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 mm-hmm. and say their thank yous, etc. But I'm wondering, mm-hmm. as you as you think about this lifetime achievement award, what. Right. What what are some of the thoughts that are going through your head in terms of what you would say to an audience? Yeah. My understanding is that they'll probably give you uh, one minute max. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, so um, yeah, I would, uh, of course, thank them for mm-hmm. the recognition. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I would, I would, probably direct a few lines to the young people in attendance mm-hmm. and um, at the end of the day kind of suggest that if poor little old me from Jonestown, Jamaica had nothing in my background that would suggest that I would head up in Canada d- doing all these great things uh, if I can do it or if, if I was lucky enough to be able to do it and given the opportunities then don't count yourself out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think almost say anybody can because all you need is a chance and an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And don't be shy. Go after the opportunities, and I think uh, you'll likely succeed. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Neil. Nice talking to you. Joe Halstead, the former chair of the Festival Management Committee, organizer of the Toronto Caribbean Carnival, and a former bureaucrat in the city of Toronto and the province 
of Ontario government and who has worked with committees at the federal level has been my guest. I'm Neil Armstrong. Impact in Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Red Stripe, Kyramed, and Proven Investments Limited. If you or anyone you know is involved with projects and activities that excite, motivate, and encourage, send us an email to impactingjamaica at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Do join us again for another in the series on Google Podcast, Audible, Spotify, Podcast Addict, and Stitcher. You can also visit us at impactingjamaica.com.